0: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. On today's episode, we have another SpeakPipe listener question and answer. And this one is from Kristen. So if you would like to ask a question and have me answer it on an episode, I would love to have you do that. Just go to our website, anxietycoachespodcast.com. And on the home page, on the right-hand side, there's a little tab that says, leave us a voicemail. And you can click that and you can make your recording. You can re-record it if you need. You can do whatever you need to do to make it so that you're happy with it and send it in. And I would love to play your question on the air and answer it. So I look forward to hearing from you. And now let's get to Kristen's question. Hi, my name is Kristen. I've been having anxiety attacks since I was about 19 and managed them in different ways. About 10 years ago, my oldest daughter who's now twelve, so she was two, I it started coming really bad to the point where when I woke up in the morning it was um already happening. And I got on Zoloft and for about 10 years that worked. Well in the last year, um Zoloft is no longer working. And I'm now waking up again in a state of fear and feeling rather hopeless. Thank you, Kristen, so much for sending in your question. I know that I sent you an audio reply already, but I want everyone to know that uh, it took a lot for you to send that question in, and I appreciate it. I appreciate you sharing, and I really look forward now to answering your question. It's it's a big one. I first want to say that it isn't hopeless at all and you are not lost. It is. It can be a dark time, but there is always light. It is things like the podcast, the, the Facebook group, um, and maybe you're uh, talking to a therapist or um, maybe you have a coach or whatever, but all of those places and people are holding the light for you, Kristen, until you make that turn in the tunnel and can actually see the light. I know that you are holding on and I think you're doing a good job with it, but it can feel tiring. So let's talk about what happened. I don't know because you're not here if you are still on the soul loft, even though it's not working or if you discontinued it, but either way, what we can see is that you have no help from medication. And this is very common. Often people have been on uh, one or more medications and been using these drugs in order to manage their anxiety. And then for some reason, either the drugs don't work anymore or they've run their course, but the anxiety is back in the exact same way it was prior to the medication. It sounds like you were on that for quite a while. And I'm not an expert on uh, pharmaceuticals, and certainly not in psychiatric pharmaceuticals. So I will leave the drug piece and why it does and doesn't work to the medical community. But let's just say you're not on it Anymore, or it isn't working anymore, and what can you do? And I want everyone to hear this because oftentimes the big hope is, Well, I'll just go on drugs, I'll just use XYZ. And the reality is, it can either be a very long journey into trying to find one that agrees with you, or it can be that they don't work for you. I have many clients who have tried many different drugs and they did not work for them. Or you can have this example that Kristen is sharing with us in that she used them, they worked for a long time, and now, bam, she's back to where she was how many years later. And so now, Kristen, I want you to be able to have the hope because there are many, many people here. And I hope some of you who are listening, who have had progress and have something really enlightening to share, would leave a speak pipe, uh, a voicemail on that website for us on our website, because people like Kristen need to hear how you are doing. Oftentimes with things like our Facebook group or the podcast here, people, once they are doing better and they are doing actually great, they are no longer participating in listening to the podcast, which is how it should be. You don't need to be listening to this anymore. Once you are totally clearing your anxiety, which you will do, it's totally possible or be in the Facebook group. I do have some people who have stayed and are giving back kind of in the manner of like a 12-step group where you would go even when when you are no longer struggling. Uh, but you go back, and you help others, and you give, and it strengthens you. So this is my invitation to all of you. Think of Kristen, and think of this recording that she just left for us. And if you are in a better place, you only need to be a few steps ahead of her to give her a sense of hope and a sense of camaraderie that she's not in this alone. So send us a speak pipe send us a voicemail on our website, anxietycoachespodcast.com, and let us know how you're doing. I would love to share your success on your journey. You don't need to be totally free of anxiety to share how well you are doing. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? Code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So, Kristen, you are going to be doing all of the things that we talk about here. It's going to be as if you either had never been on the drugs or you just start because a lot of people come to the podcast and come sessions with me who are on drugs and are still struggling greatly. And so what they need to do is they want to learn the real skills and to really make the changes in their mind, in their thinking, in their attitudes, and be able to then either let go of their drugs or not think about it. Some people do continue to stay on them. Personal decision, something that we just Everybody here is welcome because everything that we do here, you can do whether you are on drugs, medications, or not. So that's where you need to start, Kristen, as if you had just found out you had anxiety. You are mentioning that it is bad for you in the morning. The big thing is to be able to give yourself a feeling of, I feel the sensations or the thoughts, I'm not sure what you're experiencing. In the morning, it feels awful. But I know this is my anxiety. I know that I'm okay. So you're going to start there. Because, well, before I get to that, I want to mention that if you have gone off your Zoloft, I believe you said, you may be experiencing withdrawal from the medication. So anybody out there who has been on a psychiatric drug and has either titrated off of it through the recommendation of your physician, you have to do that through the recommendation and the assistance of your physician, because these are serious meds that people are, are coming off of. You can't just stop taking them. So if you are off of it, Kristen, by whatever means, you may be experiencing withdrawal. And this withdrawal can last for a very, very long time. So the good news is that you report this, of course, to your physician and they should be aware enough to be able to tell you that this is the withdrawal because now the the uh, medical community has pulled its head out of the sand. They used to just say, well, see, it just shows that you need to be on this medication. There, you know, like there's something wrong with you and the medication is helping you. But Kristen is a very typical example of, no, it isn't so much that, or that she needs another medication. It may just be that these medications are not working for her. And so she needs to learn how to handle this and take care of this herself, which she can do. So if you are experiencing the withdrawal because you are off the medication, hang in there. You want to report this to your physician and make sure that everything with them medication wise is copacetic. You don't want to just be dropping the ball there. This is there. They started you on this medication. They need to see you through until you are feeling right again. So you can just do everything we talk about here. I mean, you're going to start with the basics. I don't know how long you've been listening to the show, but you want to start by grabbing some real basic information, which would be to read Claire Weeks's Hope and Help for Your Nerves. That is the best introduction to what anxiety is and how you can find your way out of it. So grab that book from your library or get it on audio with Claire Weeks reading it, it is really a trip and I would highly recommend that or you can get it, you know, from Amazon or wherever. I will put a link, Kristen, to Claire Weeks' Hope and Help for Your Nerves in the show notes. So it would be easy for you to find. It's also on our website on the resources page. And you want to start with the basics. So you start there and you start with knowing where your rough spot is, which it sounds like is in the morning. So I want you to understand, Kristen, that in the morning, our cortisol is highest. It's the highest it is throughout the day, unless we are stressed. Well, so for some of you, that is high all day. And we're working on coming out of that though. Our natural cortisol goes up in the morning. It's meant to wake us up. It's how all of our hormones cycle. Uh, nothing is static. Things are moving and changing. Even our organs have cycles of time when they are actually recovering and healing and our hormones do the same thing. They have different cycles and the cortisol is highest in the morning to wake you up, to get your, you can actually feel it. It's, it's coursing through you. You can feel it. And those of us who have struggled with anxiety are very sensitive people. And I mean sensitive all the way around. We are sensitive to our own cortisol, which means we feel it. And we could also have where our cortisol is extra high because of many different things, one of them being our constant high stress level. So we are Sensitive to our cortisol and it may be higher than it needs to be. So that's like the double whammy. It really doesn't feel good. But you mentioned morning. And so I'm thinking you're waking up and you can feel all of this coursing through you. And you go, Oh my goodness. Here we go again. I can't believe this is happening. What am I going to do? How am I going to get through the day? Oh my goodness. These things we say to ourselves, pump it up even more. So then we're throwing little cups of gasoline on what was a a pretty decent fire. It was a fire big enough to wake you up. That's what it was supposed to do. You had enough cortisol to wake you up. And it feels uncomfortable when you are sensitive to it. But then you get these thoughts, these reactions, and that's throwing gasoline on that fire. And it's raging now. And that's how you're starting your day. I know this well because I had morning anxiety. I had that feeling in the morning long before I had any idea what it was or what was happening. I just didn't know what that feeling was. It was awful. Butterflies in the stomach. And But I want to tell you it's natural. What you're feeling is not something wrong with your body, not something wrong with your mind. This is your body trying to wake up. It's trying to wake you up. It's trying to wake your bowels up so you can go and use the bathroom. It's doing its job. It's just that you're a little oversensitive to it right now. And once you understand it, it's not quite so scary anymore. It's not frightening. It doesn't, we don't need to be adding cupfuls or bucketfuls of gasoline on that fire, that cortisol fire that is just trying to wake us up. Kristen, I love that you sent the question in and you know, if she was here with me, we would be able to unfold this, unpack this really deeply because she would be able to answer some of the questions that I have for her and we could just keep going deeper in whichever direction she needed to go. And that's what we do in group coaching and that's what we do in one-on-one coaching. And I know that many of you would do well to have just a little bit more help. And so if you think that's you, just go over to the website, check it out. All the coaching information is there. But Kristen, I want you to take this morning thing and really begin to find a way to bring your thoughts back to peace and calm in the morning. It feels horrible. I want you to know that that feeling of the cortisol going, and then the butterflies in the stomach, and then the racing thoughts, I get it. And you're not alone. There are many people here listening who heard your question and know that feeling. You have to find a way to bring yourself back just a tiny bit to peace and calm. It could be breathing. It could be changing your thoughts. It could be getting up and moving because when that cortisol's going, if we can get moving, really tends to bring it down a little bit. So there's lots that you can do. I hope that you will search on the podcast for the right ones that have to do with morning anxiety, and I'm sure they will be helpful to you. All right, everyone, I hope this has been helpful for everyone. And remember to go over and send us a a voicemail that we can play on the show of either your question or your success. And now for today's quote. The hope that is left after all your hopes are gone. That is pure hope rooted in the heart. And that's from Brother David. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha.